0: Hi, welcome, to, no I can't do hi at that pitch, it doesn't work for me, no, that's doesn't. a disaster. Um, hello, welcome to uh, Robin Ince and Josie Long's utter shambles, except Josie Long's not here because she's on tour. Probably far more successful than my tour, which frankly a lot of them have been an absolute disaster. York was pretty busy, but Halifax last night, they were not interested.
1: Whereabouts in Halifax? I
0: was playing the Victoria Theatre, they decided not putting me in the main room where West Side Story and Jimmy Carr are normally on, I was in quite a nice bar. Lovely people. Like uh, they like were... on your
2: own no? so that tour sounds good for you.
0: Yeah, no, it is yeah. nice. It is nice to yeah. be... A, every single night is like a modernised version of Crap's Last Tape with me on stage. <laughs> That's every single, you know. Just, uh, except that quite often I've accidentally eaten the banana before I get to the stage. Um, the uh, the cackle there was uh, from Josie's replacement for this week only, who's Michael Leg. Hello. Um, Michael uh, myself did a very uh, angry show uh, on in Edinburgh called Pointless Anger Righteous Ire, uh, in which we basically did describe it as, as two old men shouting pointlessly and then wondering why. And we got a... a two star review from some kind of internet thing called uh, hairline uh, which actually went it just seemed to be two men shouting uh, which i quite liked that's that's what we it's said it was that's yeah. that's what they read somewhere and that's the, what they wrote though they were quite nice they did say the trouble is that having knowing both of these people's work mm-hmm. how much better they can do yeah. Only they thought we can't though. We <laughs> yeah. used to when that we were in our really 30s. We could, we could do. have done better. <laughs> we're not we're in our 40s now. We've got nothing left. I should add, by the way, that we're also th- this is kind of an, an Essex special with our our, our two guests because we have uh, Darren Heyman uh, here as well. Awesome. Um,
3: is everyone from Essex apart from you? No, no, no. no, 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 no but our two Essex.
0: guests are see it uh, it basically two a Michael and I'm me. Not are the equivalent a guest. of that thing I'm standing. For... Yeah yeah you're you're a co-host yeah I'm keeping this seat warm you are the small tumescent creature that comes out of my belly in total recall do you remember that, that's what you are. And that is how you think of Josie. No, that's not how I think of Josie. Josie, I see us as, as uh, Chang and Eng, uh, the popular um, circus sideshow freaks. But with you, I don't give you a whole body to yourself, no. even if it is attached. No, you're merely just... a growth that I slap down every now and again. Get back into my navel. Well, ooh, Audible uh,
1: pouring. Yeah. The,
0: uh, that's fine as well. There's all, all those things that you're not allowed to do on radio. Oh, they heard a thing being poured. Then the magic of Phil Dupitas will be ruined when people realise that he requires liquid. <laughs> um but Darren I should say because uh you have written a well you're, you're going to be writing a, or you intended to write a trilogy of albums about yes. Essex
3: yes I've done one about uh, Harlow called pramtown which was the name given to, uh, it sounds like a um a dismissive word like I'm I'm making some sort of comment about Chaz but it's pramtown was what Harlow was called in 94' a term of endearment in mm. the the the, the pavements were Filled with prams and it's a place of prosperity. So I did a concept down about Harlow, and then this one is called Essex Arms, which is about kind of the lawless uh, countryside and a little bit about how much a car means to you when you're a teenager in Essex. I don't know if that's ever... <laughs> Essex and Kent still remain
0: for stand-up comics. The oh, uh, which bit of? I mean the the uh because I mean for Kent, I was thinking of the Boho thing, I often think of Mark Steele being Kent, obviously for him he's from Swanley yeah. and he wrote that lovely book, you know, trying to be a socialist worker in Swanley with all these yeah. people who just no one wanted to get involved, only about twelve people in a group. And just see, and you can see that that's where his aggression possibly may well have originally come from, mm. and is is this the best society can do? And when you are told you go, You've got a gig in Essex and it's Romford, and you go, Oh, Romford on a Monday I don't know if you ever did Romford on a Monday <laughs> Romford on a Monday wasn't a good it wasn't whereas th- then someone says Colchester Arts Centre and you go well oh, Colchester Arts Centre it's yeah, got that yeah.
1: well it's such a great but the, like the square in Arlo was such a yeah. great you know proving ground i think it was one of my community. first out
0: of london gigs that was the square Harlow. they used to it's thursday night compared by yeah. like john Mann. yeah it was okay, a, a full yeah. 40 pounds yeah uh which almost covered your cab home when you missed the train yeah um or 30 pounds if they pressed uh record on the vhs machine that uh, uh film you yeah, through yeah. one camera yeah, and then yeah.
1: you for some reason you'd go yeah i probably oh, need no, this no, for a show reel they had, and then um, <laughs> you what i oh. had i've got um i've got um uh, and uh, um um how long did you do 45 minutes. I've got an Izzard gig from the Square on VHS. I really? Think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, right. Well, like really early, Eddie, sort of dyed blonde hair, sort of shirt, scruffy as fuck. Just kind of just... Well,
2: see, those were handy things to have back in the day, because you never know when you're going to have your Jim Jefferies moment and will mm. become internationally famous because you got beaten up. That <laughs> is
0: one of the most magnificent
2: things is I still don't understand that Jim Jefferies
0: thing is uh, Jim Jeffries became a hero because a man was made so cross that he went on the stage and the comedian ran away.
2: Most com- he didn't he run said- away, he crawled away. I don't understand. Well, I'll what give you a bit of a background. About,
0: yeah. Jim Jeffries, uh, who uh, is uh, an Australian comedian, who did a, a show this year called Holocaust, and next year I'm doing one called Alco Poppycock. And uh, he, it's uh, <laughs> not an attack on Jim, by the way, but it's uh, uh, I, th- I feel that that would suit me more. Um, he had this thing which went round one, one of those great things, you know, how do you make a viral? You can't make a viral. Viral just happens. Well, his viral was he was on stage at the Manchester Comedy, the Comedy Store, store yeah. and uh, he'd been quite. Quite, he's quite a rude man, and uh, he was quite rude to a member of the audience. And the member of the audience eventually got so cross, I think it was about something he'd said about his sister, can't be sure, that he actually came on the stage to attack him. And uh, Jim Jeffries kind of dropped and ran. And then everyone, it's one of the most amazing bits of footage uh, because the guy, I mean, someone comes towards him and just instinctually, with some kind of evolutionary instinct, he, he drops and crawls away.
1: And this <laughs> we went got around career the world. God it Yeah. Good. But a bloke being attacked on stage at a comedy gig, I mean, I I, I, I watched a documentary about the Boston comedy scene the other night, and there's a and it's a locked-off camera, and so it's a pretty bad angle, and it's a musical act. So it's a guy, and he's got a 12-string acoustic that's D uh, that's uh, D eyed and so he's playing and he's doing these songs, and you can hear because it's like a CCTV, so it's like slightly off centre. So he's to the right of the screen playing his guitar, and then he's singing away, and then you can hear the chatter in the room. You can hear people aren't listening to him and then he says something and then you hear something inaudible being said from the stage and then you see the guy take the guitar off and then goes out of frame. Then the guitar comes briefly back into frame before being swung and then you hear (laughs) (laughs) and then when the guitar swings back into frame again there's no back on it (laughs) and the neck has snapped. And that, I mean that that is just that's an amazing moment, and I think that's it. Is a guy being attacked on stage at a comedy gig is an amazing thing, which mm. is which is why it was truly viral it did that. Mm. I mean, the 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 fact that people now do the, you know, we we treat this like some kind of you know whimsical version of the Zapruder film. Ah, well, if you look at it from this angle, <laughs> uh, I think you can see that Jim. It is a bloke being attacked on stage, which is quite unusual, less unusual in the times we live now, sadly.
0: Well, I did enjoy... The, there was something that was... I, I, I believe it was uh, It was two women who got particularly annoyed by the misogyny of uh, a, a male comic in America and actually took to the stage. Uh, basically, they were very jolly. And they said, you shouldn't really be saying these things. Can we have the mic? We're going to... Um, but the interesting of the comments were still, bloody women. Yeah. Now I thought it was a really good... It's an interesting thing to see at a gig. I've seen it before where... The the comedian says something that you can sense at the audience going, oh, I don't really think you should say that. It feels a bit, well, it's, it's really quite rude. I mean, that's that's the, the kind of quite a nasty joke about someone with Down syndrome. And then occasionally, just occasionally, someone goes, uh, Excuse me, it's not a heckle, it isn't a, Excuse me, I don't really think you should say things. I think it's really out of order. And then the rest of the audience go, yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> and it's quite it's a very But nice... I mean it's gonna happen
1: more now because as 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 as, as stand up is becoming more uh, a, a career pursuit for people that they have to be more outrageous to make themselves stand out. Yeah. They, Why they... is this outrageous thing? Why but, d- oh. but but that but that's they they, a should, veil, they? they need they need a, a USP. They need a USP. Mm-hmm. And outrage is one way. I mean there was a fascinating piece in The Guardian, albeit it was written by that idiot. <laughs> uh, uh, about rape the other week, uh, in the Guardian about yes. uh, about about rape being used in comedy, yeah. and I thought the most the best bit in the whole thing was Joe Brand just saying it's just the seventies are coming back again, and that's true. I think you have
0: to and, with a joke you have to be able to. Uh, you may I don't know if any, but uh, I don't know if it's the same with a song. Uh, that's never going to weigh the way I'm going to manage to bring you into this, but uh, on this particular <laughs> thing. But when you've got, um, if someone comes up to you and goes, I don't like what you said right i think you have to have a standpoint which is strong enough which isn't just to return to the bernard manning Joke's a joke, mate, isn't it? It's just a joke. Yeah, you can't. And it doesn't mean you might—you might still totally disagree with someone. That person may still go, "What, what you're saying disgusts me." But if you just go, "Joke's a joke, isn't it?" It's just like—and I always think—if there is someone who—and I should say, by the way, when you mentioned that rape thing, I—I I laughed, but I was actually laughing about you saying that idiot in the Guardian. But unfortunately, the laugh didn't come out until you said the word rape. Then I appeared to laugh at that word. So just anyone who oh, is God, analysing God, know this later said on. rape three more times. Oh. well, there's that whole thing now, isn't there, which is just uh, um, where when you have things like AA guilt talking about and I know you've got a lot of opinions on this Michael I do so, have a lot uh, of opinions the, on a. A. Uh, you're Kill. a fair opinionated man yes. And uh, but when A.A. Uh, Gill said that thing about uh, dyke on a bike about Claire Balding and you have this uh, thing where everyone goes, I mean, but the whole point is, society's changed now. No one cares if someone's gay, if someone's black, no one cares anymore, and you go, no, no one cares in that very tiny area of London that you live in, mm. where everyone is so metropolitan, we go and see Jimmy Carr, and we do laugh, and we know we shouldn't, and we do feel naughty, but it's, and, and you get this kind of, the, the Sarah Millican was saying that she she had to write an article for the Guardian uh, travel section, and uh, and they kind of kept mentioning, you know, don't talk about London too much when you're leaving London and stuff. And she was thinking, they presumed immediately that I live in London because, well, you're in the media, you must live in London. They've got one North of England correspondent, suppose, at the Guardian now, and she gets rung up, and they say something's happened in Northampton, and she goes, "Northampton's nearer you." No, it's not. That's north. You've got the whole of England, because Islington is buzzing at the moment. We've got 50 journalists down here. There's a new bar over there. The Almeida's done something quite amazing with Ingmar Bergman. Here we go. Actually, I do wish I had seen through a glass darkly, but that's a different thing. But no, you
2: you had some. Uh, you you were kind of quite cross about the. Uh, the I just hated. I, I hated the Claire Balding thing. I hated everyone. Um, I hated everyone seemingly. Sub- Claire Balding on her fury with A.A. Gill over being called a dyke on a bike. but be- Only because it was like, where the hell have you been? Where- why aren't you the last one to this party? Everyone hates A.A. Gill. What, you hate A.A. Gill now? <laughs> the, killing- the killing the baboon wasn't, now. Nah, that's not enough for me until he calls me a dyke on a bike. I'm just not going to be cross about <laughs> it. Do you know what? I'm sorry, you were a lesbian riding a bicycle. You're a dyke on a bike Sorry It's not that offensive It's nowhere near As offensive As anything That he's ever said Beforehand you're no. nothing like
0: Josie Long.
2: She'd have had a totally <laughs> different angle on that story. I'm wearing a fuzzy felt apron.
0: Oh, she is she's meant to bring the Andrea Dworkin feminism to the table. And you brought something very angry. I've
2: said dyke twice. Yeah, I better go. I've
0: said, oh, God, the league table of rudeness today is an absolute disaster. <laughs> um, that's what I enjoyed most. When we did our Angry Show, Andre Vincent said that perhaps uh, we need a little bit more light and shade. Because it did basically start like this. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: and uh, we told
0: the audience off. We went, with fucking furious. With you, why have you turned up? We haven't got any flyers or posters, we've deliberately made it sound like shit, and you've still turned up. She's always going, <laughs> What? Go, yeah. We got a four star review from somebody, Andrew Collins told, This is not worth it, shouldn't have four stars. No. Now you expect it's a four star show, it's not, it's rubbish. Do you see all audience going, Oh, well, this is a
2: level of honesty we haven't been experiencing so far on the fringe. <laughs> Mind you, it was hard to get rid of them though. Mm. Remember that last day, the last day we finished the show and went, we, We'd gone, they just sat there. Please
0: like, be angry for us. We can't be bothered.
2: My <laughs> air water's swollen.
0: The, uh, no, see, I, I find it very. Uh, old. I should ask as well. You brought something with you, Michael, haven't you?
2: And you brought I'll, something
0: with you as well. No. Darren.
2: Yeah, but I don't get put, this bit. I don't get How do you show and tell on a podcast? Because you tell us about it and then there's a photo on the website. All right. Well, I'll tell it's you, it's you what, I've only brought two completely pointless, useless things, only because uh, I've had them in my house for so long and only just found out what they are. All Brilliant. right. Yeah. Fabulous. So. so but I mean, and but you, you might get them right away. I'm a little bit, okay. Not, I'm a little bit stupid. Well, I'm really only finding out. With, right, this is one. What's that?
1: What is that for the front? Uh, okay. It's um, right. Okay. It's, Any
2: idea what that is? Because it's been in my house for years.
0: It looks like. Oh. Do you think it's an ape monkey? First of all, well, we don't know because it's it's
3: not simian. got the lower half. It's simian. I, I, so- I want it, it, it for the listeners. It's like a plastic. Simeon thing yeah. with a, 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 a like a tray in front of it with a painted on banana yeah. I think something happens when you push down on that uh, banana you're,
2: you're, you're not wrong I think
3: maybe that whatever on that banana gets consumed by the monkey
1: why have you got that? What for th- that next to it doesn't phone, matter so clear, why i, the I have really I now have a character who I am calling Andre in my hand <laughs> and I'm pressing <laughs> on him Impressive as I have banana. done before Right, is that blowing on me? That is blowing
2: on you right now. So what would that be for?
1: When you've got a wet oh, finger It's a nail dryer. Oh. Yes. <laughs> it's for drying
2: your nails. <laughs> there you go. I,
0: oh, because you used to paint your nails when you used to go all see all suede gigs in yeah, the early nineties. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: M G. So there you go. Man alive, have a feel. Was <laughs> I the only person
3: thinking one? of really filthy things?
1: Uh, <laughs> well, I thought it was a
3: tiny pencil sharpener yes.
1: because the hole in his mouth
2: is really little. Uh, you might get this right away. But I've had it in my house for years. Someone gave it to me. I didn't know what it was, and literally in the last week I figured out what it is.
1: Fantastic.
2: And that it's a, again, it appears to be three uh
3: small
1: soldiers. soldiers on the samurai. They the Japanese soldiers, because they've got swords. Yep. Right.
3: Right, okay. Um They look to me like they're trying to reenact from above the the um, Isle of Man symbol. Which, which is, is they're like having a three legged swastika. Yeah, yeah.
1: They're, they're having a gun. Um, I would say uh, completely right out of the bat, it's an egg cup.
2: Yeah, you see, how did you get that right away? It's it's been in my house years. It's an it's egg an cup. Egg oh, cup. Know, you posted to right me. In the
0: what? An Why would you want yes. to have the suspicion of death of either Harry Kerry or garrotting while having? Because of soldiers Is this it? Toasty soldiers But I don't think of my toasty soldiers as psychotic I see them as benevolent (laughs) Do you live in a house
1: That used to be owned by the the managing director of Sanrio Seriously It's like Any minute now you're going to get out Like a Hello Kitty sanitary pad or something now I'm using Robin it. is looking now.
0: It's just an intriguing thing to have. It. Uh, that it's really, three, Are you sure it's an egg it's cup? Well, is it one of those things like bagpus?
1: Have you merely found out here. that the yeah. egg
0: fits in it perfectly, and so what it is is that's
1: why is um is that the positioning uh, of the thighs of the three soldiers yeah. in this object. Um, Actually, yeah, yeah, you will put an egg in there. Well, I'm
2: very impressed that you got that right away. Where did so, it come
1: from? Was it just found in a box of no, junk it, in the do house? Do you know?
2: I remember a friend giving it to me, but it wasn't in a box around the get and he didn't explain to me what it was, and he and he just went, "One day you'll figure it out." And I was like, "All right." I like the way he didn't explain. You didn't ask. Just like
0: skip my dinner. I'm a in good. a real rush. Take that. I've time bye. now. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Some no. breakfast later. B- yolk on my lap <laughs> again. Why isn't there some kind of egg holding system? All I've got is these stupid model soldiers. Another period of time later. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> on my deathbed. I quite like, the, <laughs> I, 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 I quite like it. <laughs> I quite like the idea that that you would maybe yoke the soldiers mm. when dipping in. Oh man, and you dip in soldiers. Oh, this is yeah. crazy. Yeah, you see. You see, you dip in soldiers, now, and, egg, and it's an, an egg held in place by soldiers. Yeah. 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 Wow, militaristic tosh.
0: But I'm still, the, the thing that annoys me most though is the uh, simian nail dryer because the fact it is only the upper half and the fact we don't know whether it's a monkey um, or an ape well, because we have no clue on the tail. I had a discussion with a scientist uh, recently who said, he said, yeah, know, there are a lot of quandaries when you bring up children. He said, one of them is, you know, I mean, when do you start to tell your children the difference between monkeys and apes and will that lead to them being bullied at school? that's one I've, I've not yet I mean I've only got you've, you've got older obviously much older Mine, kids than me now but uh, for a t- I, well, I don't see I'm that.
1: hoping to get a lot of uh, of the style of crap that Michael brought in because my daughter's uh, yeah. going to be doing a year in Japan as part of her anthropology course so I'm hoping for her to come home with all manner of shit like this can't wait I'm in fact hoping for an a, um, action man toast rack so does that mean she's basically <laughs> going to be in a hide in Tokyo just looking through and observing. Well, no, no, you participate in the society as you study it.
0: Ah, uh, but you? by participating, doesn't that become very much like a kind of Schrodinger's cat situation? Well, Schrodinger's no, Schrdinger's cat, I sorry. Think, uh, yeah, Eisenberg no, yeah, no what you're actually talking
1: about there is Star Trek. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> which is. Uh, <laughs> we mustn't interfere. with. Um, no, it's, um, yeah, you, you, you. you but she could change the history you of Japan you by could going there. To observe and participate, I did tell her not to interfere with the history of Japan if she possibly <laughs> do <laughs> not kill any of the emperors. it will be like a butterfly's wing don't do it I'm quite envious of the fact that she's going to get to do that even though she does have a smattering of Japanese and so can certainly order I could order a sake but I'd be pissed by the fucking second era I was there though wouldn't I because it's the only word I know but sake uh, and sushi I'd be full of fish and drunk what use is that to the society of Japan? <laughs> also, let's not forget, I'm over six foot tall and I weigh 300 pounds. Uh, I've been knocking some skyscrapers over and have to fight them off. <laughs>
0: I remember Carl Sagan getting quite annoyed once about Mothra because he believed that it gave children the wrong idea about evolution. I think it was Carl Sagan <laughs> eating moth of that size is a ridiculous idea. I know it's for a fictional film, but nevertheless, um, the, uh, anyway, I'm glad that you're feeling envious of your uh, dog because that's exactly what Freud said should happen when he got to 48 yeah. and you looked at the youth and you felt wrong. Oh, I hate this. the youth. Hate the youth. Hate young people. Have you got to that now?
1: Yeah, because oh, no, you've still got a gig,
0: so don't you? I mean, Darren, do you yeah, find yeah, this? Yeah. You, you've just been—you were down at the end of the road festival. With us, about the only festival you're, you're not a festival person, generally, are you? I,
3: I well, I'm just on to my sort of third generation of contemporaries, and so like I, I'm—I I feel I have friends that are too young for me. And actual fact, with a band that I'm friendly, I've recently met their parents, and I kind of get on better with my band's mates' parents now. Which like, band's that? Wave pictures. When oh yeah, parents, the wave. I was going to say, but the wave yeah. pictures now—they're
0: old as well. They've been around for two years. Yeah, but still, they? Like, Three I years. still I like,
3: still sort of much
1: prefer it when their parents well, are I there. Think you
0: can't <laughs> not be your parents. The <laughs> wave pictures—they seem to
1: help on the merchandising stall. Yeah. How can you not? Yeah. I think I think that gigs are changing now. I think that um, um, in that, I think that as more people, as as we the, my generation, the punk generation get old, we still keep going to gigs, but not in this to prove we're young I now become I n- could never understand when I went to gigs the blokes at the back that just stood and watched yeah. to me I had to be a visceral participant and uh, now I'm a bloke that stands at the yeah. back and watches and I still get as much out of it but it's just <laughs> I, 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 I do that because the, when Goggle Bordello played at the electric ballroom um, I thought oh, you can't not go down the front at a Goggle Bordello gig and I started uh, getting shallow breathing and chest pains and I thought this is now no longer for me uh, this is not where I'm supposed to be and so that was the last time I went down the front at a gig and I'm, I'm when someone put a cigarette out on the back of my neck during Nick Cave I thought
2: it's time for me to go to the bank wow
0: yeah. I used to go down the front but I found there was a certain age where there's a, a, a brief period of time where you can dance or you believe you can dance or at least you can make a motion to music even though you mm. No, you look idiotic yeah and then suddenly and there was a certain age where i thought no i can't my limbs just actually have a refusal to go don't be so silly mm. I mean, Don't be. and it's just going no as you said standing at the back it's absolutely fine you know i mean i went slightly forward to the willie nelson gig I went... but you know what the willie nelson gig wasn't much of a mosh pit exactly it was more yeah. people <laughs> collecting, <laughs> tears. <laughs> collecting <laughs> tears in hollowed out eggs held together by soldiers oh, i love Willie. he's
1: fantastic
0: I just never I like the image that was easy I like the image I love it when you see him in an old, the old days when he used to wear a dicky bow mm. and he was all no, no beard none of that kind of outlawish look <laughs> but I just I love the image of him and I love the things he says but then the actual songs to me are a little bit too
3: you're a bigger fan of Melancholy than I
1: yeah maybe
3: uh, I have a similar thing of seeing the bands at the right time but then not in any way sort of soaking it in or appreciating it so I saw Radiohead supporting the Frank and Waters yeah. <laughs> and I, I should have more to say about that but I don't I just remember it was Radiohead and I also saw Oasis
1: at uh the army and navy, oh yeah, 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 and uh, loads of. Uh, that's one of those uh, gigs everyone was at. The army and navy, Oasis at the army and navy in Chelmsford. Well, they had Essex a... hipsters were all at that gig. <laughs> no, you know? but it really was. <laughs> but,
3: uh, <laughs> yeah, but... but they had a uh, it was like an L shaped room, so yeah. they had like a pool table and had a, a record store. But at the time, I was I I was back in Huggy Bear. I thought Huggy Bear were really good, yeah, and so I found yeah. two Huggy Bear seven inches, and that's my memory. It's like oh, it's a great night. I got I missed, I missed that <laughs> band but I got two Huggy Bear sandwiches. how ridiculous
0: that! Uh, this is obviously the time this is the Huggy Bear Zeitgeist time because only yesterday I was thinking I wonder what Huggy Bear are like now I mean they'll all be grown up and middle aged women will they still be cutting things together in a, in a kind of because I used to see them in Bungies, I think it yeah, was, yeah. There was a, they would yeah. go to Bungies, a lovely old coffee bar uh, just near where the mouse traps on and you would see them cutting out images and going huh, this will stop the penal oppression of the masses
3: <laughs> <laughs> I saw the I, I was in a pub with the, the, the only guy in Huggy Bear the other day. I thought he looked uh, all right. <laughs> what's he do <laughs> now? He's, he's He plays bass in Comic Game. Right. Oh, wow. Comic Game's still going. Sweet. I I think so. I think, yeah. it, you know, like like the end of Terminator. You
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think so, yeah.
3: See, I've got a
0: uh, hearing of all your memories of great supports, and yet I have almost no memory of when Gene supported Echo Belly. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> there we are. That was my... Uh, that's about as far as I think it ever got for it. I, I have to admit that my, my band did support Sultans of Ping FC. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Where And then from? we split because you know when you see a pinnacle? <laughs> and <laughs> and hang you on. Think to try and grasp. <laughs> hang on. What?
2: <laughs> my band. Wh- what My band! What do you mean your band? You can't just say your band. You, you must have known about the band. What? You must have read the, the NME. Dusty band what what were they called to
0: Ping FC. We were in the listings. What were they For called? The... What, were they... what was Robin Inns' band? Well, it called? wasn't really my band. It was Robin. Oh, it was i two... I'll explain it. It was I was the lead singer of a band uh called The Reg. What? Uh, I have a C ninety cassette <laughs> which is quite dented. Uh and uh, we I was the... and we used to play the um oh man, what was it called? The uh, um, the George Roby. Don't remember George Roby. Yeah, Marvel opposite yeah. the, uh, um, opposite the Rainbow, and uh, we used to play there regularly. Um, basically, it was me and uh, there were, there were th- three others. According to Wikipedia, I was thrown out for uh, my musical, uh, well, uh, terribleness. Uh, this is not true. It's because I started doing stand-up and there wasn't enough time to sing Adam Ant covers in the road beat, which is one of the things we used to sing. Uh, uh, not Adam and the Ants. Adam Ant from the Dirt Wears White Socks oh, uh, yeah. period. So yeah, sing, yeah, yeah. uh sing uh, Never Trust a Man With Egg On His Face. Uh, also did a cover of "Fight for Your Right to Party" before Beastie Boys were hip again. You see that at that point they weren't. They, they become... No
3: original material, Robin. Uh,
0: then obviously there was the Hornsy Axe Murderer uh, based on the Dennis Nielsen story but with the addition of axes which weren't actually in that story. No. Uh, or the Mutant Fish of Sellafield, which was a folk... Like detail. the
1: imagery of of him saying it was KFC Bones wasn't enough for you. <laughs> yeah. You had to bring axes into
0: yeah. it. No. You've got to sell it to the kids. The kids aren't... They don't just want a the knife. The kids It's all
2: about the colonel, Robin. Yeah. <laughs> we were told right at the beginning right before we started recording like you can say what you like swear whatever you want But don't sing anyone else's song. So, you wouldn't be singing anyone else's song. I want to hear this. I want to hear this song.
0: Oh, man. The lyrics to the Hornsey Axe Murderer.
2: First first. first. There's a man who lives down
0: at the end of Austria. He He's not the kind of bloke that you'd like to meet. He he looks quite normal. He lives a normal life. But hides behind his normal back. A sharp and bloody knife. He's the Hornsey Axe Murderer. (laughs) Oh, ho, throwing a bit of Morrissey for you there, the horns he acts, murder, he cuts you up into little bits and puts you into plastic bags and then he flushes you down the toilets until the drain smell so bad. That was approximately it. Beautiful. They were quite jaunty, silly songs, as you might have imagined, but they were played with a very heavy bass and a kind of far more grunge sound. So whereas I would be doing this, uh, the folk ditty element of it, uh, behind were um, two burly lads and uh, a far more svelte drummer and uh, uh, the, uh, I, I found it because recently about th- just over three weeks ago I gave up uh, drinking alcohol, smoking cigarettes and coffee just as a, an experiment of yeah. cigarettes I hope to keep to and, and I was trying to explain it on stage the other day I was going basically there is a point in your life where paranoia overtakes your need for joy so, though I enjoy drinking all those kind of things, there is a point where suddenly, the number, the, those moments of paranoia, that horrible moment where, like in Edinburgh, where obviously you do everything, you know, reasonably to it. It's not, it doesn't even feel like to excess, but the drinking goes on for yeah. such a long time mm. that you wake up in the morning and you feel hoarse because you've been shouting through many shows and you start to think of all the things that it could possibly be. And then at night you have these dreams where it's your son and he's going, where's daddy? And everyone just points in the dream and goes, in the box. And you go, <laughs> right, that's it. I now, to hell with joy,
1: I just have to make sure it lasts. A bit longer. <coughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, it, it's. I Remember having a very bleak conversation. Harry Hill is, is a doctor, and uh, I remember him sort of we, us being at a gig once and him just leaning across to me. And this was, Christ, this was ten years ago, and him leaning across to me, going, "You do need to lose all that before you're 45, you know." In quite and 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 me wow. lo, me laughing at him, he went, "No, I'm serious." You want to you know you've got daughters you want to live to enjoy them you need to lose all that weight before you're 45 well i'm 48 now so fuck you hill <laughs> yeah so uh <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> but no he was quite he was quite he was he was um yeah yeah he one of those one of those sort of odd moments of oh go up go go on stage and pull that collar up and be funny no, I don't like reality. Do yeah, 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 yeah. And It's that it came Please from him. Do enjoy so the next act, because uh, to be quite honest, we've
0: uh, recently been checking his measurements, and he's not going to last long. So <laughs> yeah, 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 for yeah. his last time here yeah. in Romford on a <laughs> Monday, said, oh, Phil Jupiter. And,
1: and, and then you know, when I was like, I was kind of you know didn't really take issue with him, but I was like right okay, and he and he went mind you, if I had my choice, heart attacks the way I'd go. <laughs> <laughs> and he Fuck. did. He said because it's like that. He said. He said. Oh, he said. There's an even better one. He goes. You can have a heart attack, which is the tingling left arm, the tightness, the shallowness of breathing, and the just like an elephant slowly sitting on you. Heart attack. Or he goes. There's a really w- good one called sudden heart death. You just keel over. You literally. Brilliant. It's literally. I could be talking to you now, and then we're just mm-hmm. on. It's the like the he's desk. giving you a choice. He's breathing. Yeah. Yeah. Sudden heart death. He goes. That's mm. the best.
0: If what are you going to go for Darren what, 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 do you, what would you choose the there top you know, one, uh, death. any manner of death including perhaps a, a, an ancient curse which leads to a, play, a pane of glass going and decapitating you while you're looking for some ancient necklace or dagger
3: train crash train I'd like to go on a train it'd yeah. have to be a steam train though, wouldn't it? no no not a steam train Um, <laughs> like a nice nice diesel train but from like maybe a class 37
0: because that's what we haven't talked about yet is Darren is a, uh, a very keen fan of trains aren't you and well, they, can uh, that
3: be my show and tell yeah yeah oh wonderful this is my, my Epping Ongar Railway Volunteer Society membership card and that's what I was doing this morning wow. I've joined the Epping Ongar Railway the, the central line used to go out to Ongar right and now it stops at Epping and, um, and also I guess it ties in with age because everyone there, everyone there calls me Kid or Sunny wow. I'm like 39 <laughs> but I, I, I feel like I should wear shorts when I go there they're just they just they're just so excited to have new blood um,
1: there's a there's Hegley does, a, does a, a beautiful have you heard John's song about train spots? Uh John probably Hegley's but right. I can
3: imagine his
1: my okay, more than one okay so some of us wear anoraks and some of us um, ha- have coats with hoods on <laughs> it's just a, that's the opening it's beautiful
0: on the um, uh, on the the album because uh, he did a fantastic album called The Saint and Blurry yeah, yeah, on, yeah. on Ryko Disc. Yeah. It's uh, it's a rather fabulous, obviously, uh, trademarked, uh, tinted uh, CD cases and jewel cases. Um, and I believe it was, uh, wasn't it produced by Robin Hitchcock? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. now, yeah. Michael, you're an enormous fan of Robin Hitchcock and he hates you, doesn't he? Yeah, he does hate me. That's all right. I'm glad we got really? round to Robin Hitchcock. but no, well, he doesn't I, actually hate him no, now.
1: No, there, there's this, I just, when uh, I remember Leg telling me, the various sagas long it's a really long, <laughs> long lesson disaster terrible but like <laughs> it, it, he Leg absolutely worships Robin Hitchcock, and every single time he's met him, he's managed to cut him off. But you've been, I've now managed... He
0: now doesn't think you're quite as bad, because I've, yeah. got, I've got you to meet him a couple of times, and he still yeah. does have a... Uh, there was, this well, I is think he's
2: preparing himself for it. It's but got it, to happen. It's
0: a classic farce, isn't it? It is the fact that you're yeah. always found with the matches after that yeah. errant boy set fire to the orphanage, yeah. you go, yeah. it wasn't me! <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, Robin Hitchcock, so you've... Um, You've got this
2: history He's, he's one of your favourite Yeah he is my favourite But I mean it, For a long time Every single time That I met him It was a disaster I embarrassed myself In front of him It was just
0: Well the first time was, Wasn't was it at the jazz cafe Where you jazz danced cafe. like a dick
2: I, I treated yeah. his solo aco- Acoustic <laughs> Acoustic Actually it should have been it It was an acoustic show Like I was going to see Metallica It was just embarrassing I was on stage Stage diving just I was absolutely off my face it was embarrassing anyway but I apologized I apologized so the next time that I saw him I apologized Uh, and it was at the 12 bar club you know how tiny the 12 bar club is and you know it's got that lovely little balcony and, and he goes, well, like, Should I apologise. The Twelve Club. The
0: lovely thing about Twelve Bar Club is you have a choice. You can either watch the act from the nipples downward, <laughs> yeah. or if you go upstairs to the <laughs> upper tier, you can watch their head and shoulders. Yeah. There is nowhere where you can see the complete person. Well, I, I club, fancied seeing club. him
2: uh, from the nipples upwards, so I just went. <laughs> I, uh, he he said to me, he said, um, no, you know, all right, I apologise, accepted, but don't do it again. I was like. Pfft. Never gonna happen in a million years, believe me, never. I went, I'm not even drinking tonight, I'm really here, I I just wanna watch it, blah, blah, blah. Went upstairs, So this is a, get far away from him, that's the first thing to do. Anyway, there's a guy sitting like on the balcony right in front of me, and then there's me, then there's some other people. Eventually, in between songs, this guy in front of me gets up to go to the loo, kicks over a bottle of Budweiser, it goes off the balcony, hits someone in the head, and the bottle breaks. There's a massive scream. Robin Cooks. look right up. <laughs> makes eye contact with me. And no! No! It wasn't me! And you could just see the fury in his face.
1: Anyway, <laughs> but there were
2: so many times after that, no matter when I saw him, it was just a, an absolute disaster. My favourite being in San Francisco. I, I oh, knew dear that, God. I knew, I know, International. I know. I knew, <laughs> I knew that the soft boys were playing at this gig in um, San Francisco and we were staying at this um, hotel called The Phoenix. Anyway, my wife and I are in in this, it's a motel, right? So you have to, so you know, go outside and the breakfast is sort of like served outside in this little forecourt. We're in, in our hotel room, she's going, yeah, you, you, you obviously want to go to this part of the town Just so that if we stay long enough We can go and see the soft boys that night And I'm like, no, I don't know what you mean, <laughs> darling I have no intentions And i know it was completely lying But she went on and on, on about so much I just lost her eye going Okay, we won't go and see the fucking soft boys I don't give a fuck about the soft boys <laughs> Fuck the soft boys Just as I'm walking out And there he is, <laughs> standing right in front <laughs> Oh, balls Go right back in the room, close the door we're staying here for half an hour. Oh, wasn't it something acerbic <laughs> as well that, you,
0: that he actually, he, he met someone who somehow, somehow even knew your name. Oh, he no, 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 he,
2: no, he met Mookie. He met Mookie, my wife, and uh, and uh, she, she was like, oh, look, my husband's a really big fan of yours. Now, this shows you how what a cult audience he has, I guess. going, oh, really? What's your husband's name? Like, he's got a <laughs> list of his fans. Yeah. He goes, oh, his name's Michael Egg. And he, he went, Michael Egg, Michael Egg, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know him. He ruined a gig of mine once at the Jazz Cafe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so <laughs> But yeah,
0: you've you've been on stage with him now, haven't you? You yeah, out been, on a yeah, killer you've done that. We've seemed to have ironed that out. Yeah, have you done us. that Darren when, in your early days in your early Hefner days was there anyone you thought oh god I can't believe it we're on a bill with and then just due to the pressure of hoping to not even impress but just not make a dick of yourself with uh, someone you admire or do you just admire Please no say, one I
3: remember yes. when the it's not it's not it's not it's not it's, not, it's, it's, it's more geeky than that actually but I remember when we uh, the, the the anti-war march yeah, so yeah I was coming yeah, down yeah. to do that and uh, I was coming down by Warren Street and I saw uh, Peter Davison I was like, oh, wow. fuck, fucking hell, Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. And I've never got uh, an autograph of anyone, but I thought, no, fucking... That was really exciting for me. Because like, the first time uh, when Tom Baker... That was the first regeneration I saw. Like, what? going to have a different head? I couldn't believe yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, so f- then I suddenly realised it was some sort of anniversary. Like, I don't know, 30 years of Doctor Who. So the Radio Times had done... Uh, radio Times with different covers, with a different Doctor on each... Uh, like four different covers, right? So, no, this is this is gonna work, right? He's waiting for someone. He's clearly gonna be there five minutes. I'll go and get the radio times. Get a big black, black marker. I'll have here. Yeah. have on radio times. Have... Every single shop, it was fucking Colin Baker, right? Just <laughs> <put a laughs> of <the> <laughs> of And I was trying to think: is is he cool enough <laughs> to think it's funny to sign a picture of Colin Baker? <laughs>
2: like, would he be? What do you reckon? Do you reckon he would have been cool with that?
3: Well. No.
2: I don't know him. I, I, You should never ask me Yeah well, well uh, in fact I remember the first time You saw Peter Davison I'll just go over and say hello no. And then for some reason You dropped your trousers And went This is no. a button mooney Listen, this, What am I doing This, <laughs> is, I close, doing? this is close <laughs> I'm not kidding I, The first time I did meet Peter Davison I was with this friend Of a friend Who couldn't have been More painfully scouse I mean it was like It was almost like A scouse mutant It was just like <laughs> So scouse It was embarrassing And he just went straight up To Peter Davison And went All right, mate, knock, knock. I went, oh, God, no, he's really really going to do it. And uh, I had to walk away. And you said don't ask you, but you do know Peter Davison. No, no, no I've only met him twice. Oh, OK. Well, both times were quite embarrassing. That, yeah, that... En- enough for Peter Davison <laughs> to meet his
0: wife, Mookie, and go, oh, my
2: husband's a big fan. <laughs> What's his name?
0: I was <laughs> oh, Michael Egg. Oh, yeah, he ruined my waiting for Goddo in Milton Keynes. <laughs> he treated it like a Metallica gig. <laughs> he kept stage diving every time, and then shouting, there's
1: Goddo, he's behind want, that fucking tree. I want tree. to know if Davison signed the... Uh... No, no. Oh I mean, after,
3: I mean, he somebody eventually turned up for him, and after free shops and 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 yeah. and, and never quite it is going for the Colin Baker.
0: I, so what, there were no um, pictures
3: of him inside the magazine. A magazine oh
0: about no, Dr. You didn't on. think oh, the you cover, know. man. No, it's, yeah. I can I completely oh.
1: understand that. Uh. If you're gonna do it, and it's the only time you do it, you got to do it right. Yeah, anyway, I, I, I tell you, my it's my my um uh, my uh, well, I I did pre before we start recording. I told you. Uh, the John Peel antidote I can't tell the one I can tell is that it's the last time I spoke to him which is we were at Glastonbury and it was late on the Saturday night and it was about two in the morning and me and Laverne were waiting to start doing our final links of the show you know final link of the show and we were they were showing footage of um, Coldplay or something fucking bad doing their thing and um, and we were we were sort of by the fire and we were sort of, sort of up on the belt, we were just we're waiting to go back into the studio and do the links. And John came stumping up the stairs, looking like Winnie the Pooh's Nan. And he came stamping up the stairs in his anirak, his shorts, his shoes. And he came sort of walking towards us, and and there was a sort of clutch of people. And John was walking towards. Us. I went, everybody stand aside. It's Alderman Pop. And he looked at me. Alderman Pop I'd rather like that. And that was That's the, that the last thing he said to me. It's like you know, missing the bits.
0: Well, we won't say any more. That's where it should end on on this. It's been. I'd like to say this is one of the more specific podcasts we've done, but to be honest, it's for a very niche market. It's never got much broader than uh, than this. So thank you very much to everyone. Uh, Darren, we d- I thought we we're going to talk a lot more about Essex Arms and the uh, the history of rural Essex. Fine, we talked about. Oh, by the way, I did there. want. To, I did
3: want to say this though. I, I, there's like a little brow. F- there's a tail on this monkey. I there find. is a tail. Yeah, so there's a monkey. That's there the is.
0: most important thing we need. We have found out ape versus monkey uh i like the want...
1: samurai egg cup that's what i'm going to call my band
0: we, uh, <laughs> let's do that together that's, uh, that's Samurai Egg Cup and uh, they'll be uh, they'll be playing another session next week and uh, they're
1: not doing very well in Luxembourg I believe they're playing in Europe and uh, after Samurai Egg Cup don't forget a uh, session next week from uh, Monkey Nail Dryer <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: that's how you make the
0: band names um, Don't know if, uh, I should mention you've got a, a book out Good Morning Nat, which uh, oh shit if we're is, plugging is, stuff we might yeah, as well yeah, yeah. we don't normally plug also things, I I'm it.
1: putting together my own uh, book tour so if you run a bookshop. If you're a fan of Robbins and you run a bookshop, and you'd like me to come and do an event at your bookshop, I feel terrible, whoring on rubbish. It's not though; it's nice. I, um, I, I, I say yeah, exactly the same thing. I'm get always in, yeah. get in touch with me through Twitter. I'll do that, the same I'll, with my you know. book as well. Yeah. If any moment I like
0: turning up to just places and having a cup of tea and some biscuits. But it is. But I yeah.
1: really, really like the. I'm quite looking forward to doing some. Uh, just where I, what I'm offering to do as well is work in the shop for a couple of hours, not <laughs> not do a signing, just work behind the counter, and you know. Would <sighs> you know what? I like the way you said.
0: For the day, let's be honest. You want to work. Rough trade for <laughs> What is the staff discount? I'm staying. Um, the uh, so thank you very much. I, yeah, my, so much. <laughs> I will. Uh, I'll plug that. Uh, I'll be up in Scotland for the whole of next week. I'm uh, in the stand uh, Edinburgh, and then I uh, have a lovely trip from uh, north of Aberdeen down to Warwick, which is literally a whole day travelling to get to the uh, Warwick uh, Book Festival, and then walking directly on stage and going, look, I have a funny Mills and Boom book that I found in a shop. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Well, hopefully someone will eventually attend. I'm changing everything now. Let's go underground.
3: It's much better, isn't it? I'm in Scotland tr- too. I know, oh, you're in Scotland playing, as well. You're playing, playing Glasgow. I'm playing Well, I'm playing Edinburgh, Glasgow, but in between I'm playing the Isle of Egg. I'm playing a gig on the Inner, inner, inner Hebrides.
2: God, Can I just tell you something that happened to me yesterday? Go on. I mean, it, don't get me wrong. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen, but it sums up Lewisham so much. I walked my dog in Lewisham Park. There's a lovely little river that runs through this park. And I saw this other man, and he's got three beautiful dogs with him. All three (laughs) dogs leap across this river. And this man, 10 seconds away from a bridge that he could walk across, attempts to follow the dogs. I'm standing there with my dog going, this is going to be great. This is going to be a disaster. And he does a bit of a run-up, jumps, goes right into the middle of the river, stands in it, loses his footing, falls face-first into the river. Then climbs up the bank of the river, turns to it, shouts at the river and then pisses at it. (laughs) It's like yeah I'm covered in you now you're covered in me. (laughs) I'll show you
0: being liquid. We were ending on a lovely, and these were the last words that John Peel <laughs> said to me. But we ended instead with a, a story of Smith death. tribute there. Uh, the um, so yeah, if you if you want, I'll tell you what, Phil. If any any time in one of the, the regional bookshops you fancy, both of us working there for an I'd afternoon, love to, love let's, to. let's let's have love an to. afternoon. We should, and, as long as we're allowed, as long as they've got a little CD player and we're allowed to choose the music. They oh play, no, I, I so,
1: oh my 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 bookshop mix discs do arrive with me at the shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's none of that. Yeah, yeah,
0: and we will also another time if we get Phil back here, and he'll tell you about the time he DJ'd at Glastonbury. Still one of my favourites. One of the angriest With Phil Jupiter two CDs, CDs. Oh, for an anger. hour. <laughs> uh, we've got to finish now. Uh, thank you very much, everyone. Bye bye. You've been listening to Robin and Josie's Open Brackets, Michael Legs, Closed Brackets, utter shambles. Uh, brought to you by Comedy Central. This podcast was produced by Adrian McKinder and edited by Mike Pell. For more podcasts and loads of other comedy news, reviews, and videos, visit ComedyCentral.co.uk.